Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Hi, I'm Freddie Coleman, along in for Max and Keyshawn, J. Will. Howdy, boy. Uh, <laughs> Although I don't talk that proper, but I thank you anyway here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max with Keyshawn Johnson, Harry Douglas, I'm Freddie Coleman. He is still on one today as you catch us on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. And don't forget the smart speaker. Smart like Keyshawn, just say play ESPN Radio. So what kind of New York Giants team are Giants fans in the NFL going to see in 2022? Let's bring Jordan Renan. Does a great job, part of ESPN NFL Nation. As a New York Giants reporter, hit him on Twitter at Jordan Renan. Jordan, I put it out there as that question. Before we get to everything else with the preseason over, when we say about the G-Men 2022, what's the first thought that comes to your mind? It's an evaluation year for the new regime. Like, that's that's where we're at, right? If you look at all the players on the team, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Kenny Galladay, even uh, Blake Martinez, Leonard Williams, all these guys are either in the last year of their deal or are in a spot with their contract where, you know, the Giants can move on from them after this year. So you have a new regime, right? And they're going to sit there and they're going to evaluate everybody this year and decide – based on their performance this season, who they want to move forward with. Who stays and who goes based on what you've seen thus far? If you had to predict and forecast, who do you think stays and goes? Uh, I think the best shot of staying, and he's looked the best this summer, is probably Saquon. Now, I don't know that running back, signing a running back to a deal is always a tricky thing, but he looks like he's back to being you know healthy, explosive player. Now, does that mean he's going to be – Saquon from his rookie year, I don't know. I don't know how realistic that is. That you, know, you after three years of being injury filled, you come back and you're in your prime, especially at that position. But he looks pretty good. And he, be honest, you go to a giant practice uh, or a scrimmage or whatever. I mean, everyone's wearing 26 jerseys. Like after practice, who does everybody want to talk to? He's the face of the team, for better or worse. I mean, that that's the way it is right now, and that's in part because they don't have that star quarterback. But uh, I would put him near the top of the list. I mean, Daniel Jones has to have a huge year. Uh, Sterling Shepard has to have a big year coming off. I I mean, I don't know who else I really want to bet on. I guess (sighs) Blake Martinez doesn't look like he's like, you know, the favorite of the new regime and the new scheme. So Mm. after Saquon Barkley, I, I have a tough time coming up with other guys. I mean, Leonard Williams is a guy I think you want to, you want to have on your team. So, even though his money is humongous, I think his cap is $27 million next year. That seems like a guy you'd want to move forward with, so he'd be next on my list. But Kenny Galli, huge question marks. I mean, if you mm. watch him move and watch him run, man, if he was never super explosive, it looks like he might have lost a step the last couple of years. It's, it's hard. I mean, mm. 51 snaps in the preseason, one catch for six yards on four targets, and – the thing is, like, the preseason, who cares, right? I mean, it doesn't matter. But when it's an extension of everything you see on the field in practice every day, it makes you scratch your head and wonder, you know, can he really turn it on for the regular season? I have my doubts. Yeah, that's, that's why I wanted to go with you. Kenny Galladay, who signed last year, four years, $72 million, uh, signing bonus, $17 million guaranteed. Total guaranteed money is $40 million. But when you look at Brian Dable and you look at his scheme, 
Kenny Galladay really doesn't fit that. And he's not the guy that brought him in. And I go back to last year, and he was plagued by some injuries. But you signed that big deal, and you didn't have one touchdown catch in an entire mm-hmm. season last year. And then you come into this year, and I'm hearing things from you like he, he hasn't been running well. Well, when I did my evaluations of a guy like Kenny Galladay, he's never going to be that route-running guy. He is a jump ball wide right. receiver in my eyes. And I wonder, are the Giants at some point going to move on from him before he even completes most of his deal? Yeah, I mean, he's not going to get to the end of his deal. But this year, I mean, they, they already basically have to pay him or paid him $17.5 million. They got another $4.5 they are on the hook for next year already with him. Uh, he would have to play at a really high level this year, uh, something we haven't seen from him now in what, since 2019, right? Mm-hmm. So the odds, I would say, are against it happening. I mean, maybe he all of a sudden turns on. Here's the thing with Kenny Gallagher. So last year, he hurts his hamstring in training camp. He misses almost the whole – he misses pretty much the whole summer, right? So week one comes around. You could tell he's still – he's not running well. You, you know, he's banged. He was just banged up. He was out for a while. He finally starts to get healthy. I think it was around week four. So he has a good game in New Orleans, right? He looks like he's getting healthier. And then, like, I think it was the next week in Dallas, he hurts his knee. And so he never came back in the same. And then he, he sat out the spring more red jersey with some sort of leg injury. And maybe he's, you know, it'll take him a little while to get back. But, I mean, I don't know, health-wise and just explosion-wise. I know you say he never was this great route runner when you looked at him. But if you have that and then you lose a little bit of your explosiveness when you're not overly explosive anyway, how do you make up for it? Or can you guys tell me, you guys are the wide receivers, can you make up for it? Well, we got to ask Keyshawn that because he built like Key. He, he big, tall, like yeah. long, he big, like tall me. guy. Except don't, don't take it he personal. He was a lot Key. stronger. He was oh, a little he, bit yes, stronger than He's stronger than, than, than Key. Yes. <laughs> but I'm just saying, yeah, Key, like body, don't, body don't, type don't do wise. Don't do that I'm just saying. Key, just listen to me. No. Don't take it personal. Just no. listen to me. I'm talking about body type-wise. He's a bigger body receiver. So if he isn't explosive or whatnot, how does he make up for that being a bigger body wide receiver? I can't help him. Jordan Renard, ESPN New York Jets. I mean, New York Giants reporter joining us. Or Not overly Keyshawn. optimistic right there. He's not optimistic at all. Keyshawn, J. Will. And Max, yeah, Jordan, I can't help him. I can't help him at all. I, I, I understand he's tall, he's long. Yeah, yeah, I get it. He catches 50-50 balls, but I can't help him. If he don't know how to play by now, nothing I can do for him. <laughs> Speaking of playing, what's the latest with Tyrod Taylor and his uh, back's injury? Yeah, he got banged up yesterday in the preseason finale. He got hit really hard, and uh, you know, but he did jog off the field. And he, I know he went into the locker room. He took the card in. And I'm, I, I'm, he, he came back in the second half, though, and stood on the sideline. So everything I was told is he's going to be okay. It's not a long-term injury. And if you have a back injury, think about it. You're not going to come stand on the sideline for the whole second half if you have a serious back injury or if it's something that, you know, it's really going to cost you a lot of time. So I think the fact that he was back out on the field is a good sign. And, uh, you know, he should, he should be ready to go pretty soon, I think. When will Kayvon Thibodeau be ready to go? What's the latest on him? Yeah, that's an interesting one because if you think about it, okay, so they gave him a three- to four-week timeline. They say he's kind of on that right now, right? But that was exactly three weeks 
from the start of the season when he got injured. So you're talking about the fifth overall pick, right? And to, to kind of rush him back, okay, get back exactly on the three-week mark for week one, that seems to me a little on the short-sighted side, right, when you're talking about a guy who obviously this franchise is heavily invested in. He looked really good for most of the summer. So I think the likelihood, I mean, we'll see. We haven't seen him back, you know, working at all outside since he got injured. So to me, it seems kind of unlikely that we're going to see him week one. And it would be smart, right? Why you have to think much more big picture with this guy. Like this guy, if he plays the final 15 games and has to miss the first two games of his rookie season, you're fine with that, right? Like you have to, you want this guy to play for you for five, 10, 12 years. So to worry about, okay, we need to get him back for the first game seems uh, silly and something that the Giants are probably not going to do in this case. They'll take their time. You might see him uh, at some point early in the season, you know, week two, week three. To me, that seems more realistic than, all right, get him back exactly on the three-week mark from a sprained MCL and be ready for week one. Real quick, you use the term big picture when it comes to not just Saquon Barkley but Daniel Jones. But big picture, Mm -hmm. what have you seen from – Brian Dable, because essentially you're saying that this is going to be a gap year for the New York Giants before they can really get this thing going yeah. in the right direction. I mean, you see an offense that's that's functioning, right? That, that, that could, you could tell even in the preseason, like it, they've always been, they were always able to move the ball and look uh, effective, right? Complete passes, get you know, get the ball moving, get the ball out quickly, get the ball into their playmakers' hands. A lot of motion, a lot of interchangeable parts. I think that's why. What Harry said is they didn't view uh, Galladay as the perfect piece because they like those Kadarius Tony types, those yeah. Sterling Shepard types, Wandale Robinson, guys that you can interchange, move in and out. You'll see them in the backfield. I think that's what you see from Brian Dable that should give Giants fans the most confidence is this is going to be an offense that's at least uh, semi-successful, watchable, which they haven't had in the last The Giants averaged 15.2 points per game last year Oof. in the NFL Oof. in 2022. You know, that, that's a, that's almost 10 points below the league average. That's how bad it was. So Ooh. I think we're going to see a much more successful functioning offense Ooh. under Brian Dable. Well, that's what happens. You try to run a wishbone inside your five-yard line and think that that's going to work. So anything's going to look better by comparison to 2022. Can't help him, Jordan. Yeah, and right, yeah, Jordan. <laughs> Keyshawn can't that's help Galladay. Yeah. That's not good, Keith. Yeah, And Jordan's not trying to help him. He just, <laughs> all he's doing is being the New York Giants reporter for ESPN. He does a great job of that. Hit him on Twitter, Jordan Renard. Jordan Renard joining us here in Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Always appreciate you, Jordan. Thanks so much, my man. You got it, guys. Have a great show. With Keyshawn Gee, Johnson, Harry Douglas, and Freddie Coleman. <laughs> oh, Lord. And Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. So bundle and save at Progressive.com. You can all join the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. And in case you missed it last night, the NFL Network revealed their top 10 players, part of the top 100 players of 2022 countdown based on what they did last year. I'm going to go from number 10 to number 1, and then Key and Harry will just take over from there, and it's going to be glorious, whatever they have to say. Travis Kelsey, tight end of the Chiefs, was number 10. Jalen Ramsey, cornerback of the Rams, number 9. Patrick Mahomes, Chiefs quarterback, number eight. Devontae Adams, wide receiver of the Raiders, number seven. T.J. Watt, linebacker, pass rusher, the Steelers at number six. Jonathan Taylor, running back of the Colts at number five. Cooper Cup, wide receiver of the Rams at number four. 
Aaron Rodgers, quarterback of the Packers, at number three. Aaron Donald, defensive tackle of the Rams, at number two. And Tom Brady, named number one in the Players' Countdown, quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I'll start off with um, a guy like Patrick Mahomes. I just don't think he should be eight. Uh, now, the two guys that the, that's ahead of him in Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup, both of those guys had phenomenal years. Cooper Cup had 145 receptions, over 1,900 yards, 16 touchdowns, won a triple crown, won a Super Bowl MVP, won a Super Bowl as well. Um, but when you look at it from a consistency, uh, consistency standpoint, I think a guy like Patrick Mahomes has just been doing it longer. And I, and I understand this is based on 2021, but I just can't let my eyes do that. I just can't. And then Jonathan Taylor uh, rushed for over 1,800 yards last year, was phenomenal, and really put the Indianapolis Colts on his back. But when I look at a guy like Tom Brady who's been consistent, um, now you could easily put Aaron Donald at one. I think Aaron Donald's the best player in the National Football League. But Tom Brady, at his age, threw for over 5,000 yards and, and, and led the lead in that and then led the lead in touchdowns as well. Aaron Donald, we know the force that he's been. Aaron Rodgers, back-to-back MVP. Uh, when I look at, uh, I should say, a T.J. Watt, who last year had 22-and-a-half sacks and tied a uh, record with Michael Strahan, that's something to be said, but he's been consistent. Devontae Adams, no receiver the last four years, has been better than Devontae Adams when you talk about the most receiving yards, receptions, and touchdowns. We all know where he's been. So when you look at Patrick Mahomes, I think the only two guys that you look at on that list and say, you know what, um, he has to be ahead of, well, I'll tell you this, he should be, he should be no lower than number four. But if it's two guys on that list that you would question him being, a, being ahead of him, it's Cooper Cup and it's Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, four. He's in the top four players in the National Football League. Aaron yeah. Donald, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. Those are the four. That's the way the list should read. Anybody after that is whatever. I mean, that's just the way that I look at it. When you talk about Patrick Mahomes being at eight versus a higher number, how did they arrive to that? I have no idea. I don't know what they saw when they made these evaluations and signed up and said, okay, I'm going to pick this guy, 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 I'm going to pick this guy. But when they got to Patrick Mahomes, they were like, ah, oh, well, he doesn't belong in the top seven. I don't, I don't see it. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure a lot of players in the National Football League probably, uh, if you look at their Twitter accounts and all that, they probably are commenting on Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes sitting at eight. Mm-hmm. When clearly we all know if you're starting a team, you ain't starting no damn team with Cooper Cup and no damn Jonathan Taylor over no Patrick Mahomes. Correct. When you're consistently, we, we know spe- that. When you're consistently spectacular – Anything that looks less than that, people are going to say, well, he didn't have that great of a year. Because, Harry, you made the point about mentioning Patrick Mahomes' numbers. Yeah. For any other quarterback in the National Football League, not name him or Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, that's an MVP season. If Justin Herbert has that kind of season this year and the Chargers win their division, we're talking about him being an MVP. If you have another guy along the lines of Joe Burrow, he has those kind of numbers for Cincinnati Bengals and they win their division again, you're talking about him for MVP. Patrick Mahomes has that kind of year last year, and it was like, meh, what's wrong? Eh, he took he took a step back. For anybody else, when you're that consistently spectacular, anything less than spectacular, people are going to say that you didn't have the kind of year that people thought you should have had. They're saying he and was the, broken. But 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 here's the figuring him out. But but here's the head scratching part about it because I want the listeners to Black understand James. like his numbers. Mm-hmm. The man completed over sixty six percent of his passes. He threw for over 4,800 yards, 37 touchdowns, and 13 interceptions. He was fourth in the National Football League in passing. And people considered that a down year for Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. 
If you look at, if you compare numbers, which a lot of people like to do when they're looking at statistics for whatever reason, if Tom Brady is a nine statistical category, right? Last season, Patrick Mahomes is an eight and a half. Yeah, his numbers is right there. Mm-hmm. A point yep. here, a point there, a tick there, a tick. Same yeah. numbers as Tom Brady. Yep, yep. Tom Brady threw for. 300 more yards than Patrick Mahomes. Yay! He threw seven more touchdowns. touchdowns. Six six more touchdowns. Crazy. Yay! I mean, like, it's not like he he threw 55 touchdowns and Patrick Mahomes only threw 30. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's why I said Patrick Mahomes is Steph Curry because Steph Curry for the longest time when he really got to be Steph Curry – it seemed like there was this blowback. You kind of look alike. Well, well, I'm leaving that out of the from the melanin conversation. Leaving that alone, <laughs> just moving right away from that as far as that goes. But when you're when you're spectacular like that, Steph Curry's getting blowback not just from people on social media who wanted to, oh that he's not as good as that guy. You guys are overrating him, and he not only say he suffered that's a bad word, but he really was getting that kind of response. But then he went to championship again, his fourth one, and people stopped doing that. All of a sudden, that love fest returned. Patrick Mahomes gets back to winning the Super Bowl and he wins another one because he's been in two already. I wonder how much of that blowback won't be there as much. Not so much from NFL players. I don't think they do that compared to NBA players. But it seems there's a lot key to what you mentioned that maybe a little bit of resentment from guys out there saying, yeah, he's not as good in those numbers. Prove it, even though those numbers were still spectacular for Patrick Mahomes last year. Absolutely. Well, Fre- Freddie, I, I got to say this because I'm up here looking at this list. Uh-huh. You have three players from one team, the Rams, the Rams. on this top ten list. Yep. And then you have two from the Chiefs and Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. But mm-hmm. for the Rams, you have Jalen Ramsey, uh, you have Cooper Cup, and you have Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. That's that's uh, if I'm if I'm the Rams, I, I I like I like that. I like that. Well, that's why I still believe the Rams in the NFC they're the team to beat. And I know anything can happen in regular season. The NFL is a second by second league. I get it. But the biggest question for the Rams was Matthew Stafford's elbow. We haven't heard anything about that yep. in the last couple of weeks. And that's because other things are taking center stage. Cowboys and their problems the offensive line. Buccaneers, their problems the offensive line. The Jets quarterback situation. The Cleveland Browns and Sean Watson. Other things are taking center stage. It's been a perfect training camp outside of that for the Rams because they're still, the road through the NFC still goes through them. Even more so now, guys, especially at the preseason because compared to the other contenders – they're the healthiest of NEC teams, and they have the least amount of questions of anybody in the NFC going into the regular season. The New Orleans Saints, baby, they getting ready to wreck shop in the NFC. But the Ram, look, the Rams are good. The Bucks might be good, depending on their offensive line. Green Bay, I think, is going to shock a lot of people. You know, the people think because Devontae Adams is gone that the passing game is going to suffer. No. I think it's actually going to be just like Kansas City's. Okay, better. Because you take one player away, now the quarterback has to really work to do his magic. He okay. now has to spread the ball all over the field, just like Patrick Mahomes has to do in Kansas City. Aaron Rodgers is going to have to do in Green Bay. That'll be funny to see. Let's see what San Francisco looks like with their young stud at quarterback. If I'm the 49ers, though, I might be having a small conversation with Jimmy G on taking a reduction in pay. Yep. Incentivizing them if you get back on the field for whatever reason and, and you play this and you do that, you can make some of that money back up because there's no reason you need two. You need two quarterbacks in this league. Just look at the New York Jets. What they're going through right now with Zach Wilson down, they had to turn to Joe Flacco. I would say look at the Carolina Panthers. Let's just say Sam Darnold was the guy. Or and then Carolina. next thing you know, he got he got hurt. 
luckily they have Baker Mayfield there. To I mean, I know he won a starting job, but in this league, like you just said, Key, you have to have two quarterbacks because if one of your guys go down and then the team is depleted because the one guy went down and you don't have a guy that can keep things afloat or even give you an opportunity to compete, you're done. That's why the Carolina Panthers, you heard rumors that they may be calling in Cam Newton to come, have him come back to that team. As far as Sam Donald, out with a high ankle sprain that's going to knock him out for four to six weeks, maybe even longer in the first part of that NFL season. Like I mentioned, I was way in by joining the conversation on the Dr. Pepper call line. I'd be a part of Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, and Keyshawn Johnson, Harry Douglas, and Freddie Coleman at triple eight say ESPN, 888-729-3776. And, boy, we talk about quarterbacks. The scrutiny surrounding this quarterback going into the season is going to be out of control. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. A special shout-out to one of the great athletes to ever come out of Los Angeles, L.A.'s own native son, Mr. Keyshawn Johnson. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and staff types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app go to prizepicks.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 that's prizepicks.com morning code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy for the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So what kind of ride is it going to be with Tyreek Hill playing his first season in Miami? And many people believe it could be Tua Tungavailoa's last season as quarterback with the Dolphins. Keyshawn J. Will and Max with Keyshawn Johnson and Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Catch us on ESPN Radio. Don't forget about us on the ESPN app and listen to KJM on your smart speaker. All you got to do is say, play ESPN Radio. I don't think there's any doubt that if Dak Prescott is the most scrutinized quarterback in the NFL going into the season, guys, that Tua Tungavailoa key is right behind him because people are wondering, with Jalen Waddle, you bring in Tyreek Hill, there's some speed demons. Is to enough of a quarterback to get those guys the football in the right position to make big plays for an offense that was devoid of that the last really five to ten years? So you think Tua, you think Dak Prescott is the most scrutinized quarterback in the NFL, mm-hmm. and Tua's right behind him? Yes. Yes. See, because I, Dak I plays for Dallas and the Cowboys think, play for Jerry Jones. That's why I think Dak Prescott is scrutinized some, but I think the most Going into this season, okay. I, I think I think it'll be Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, 
Okay. Tua won't be on my list because yeah. I already You're not counting Deshaun Watson because that's just a whole different category. No, I right? no, I didn't even yeah. Okay. I, I'm I'm looking at where people move the goalposts on Lamar every year. He right. didn't do the uh, he didn't do that. He didn't do this, he didn't do that, he didn't do this, he did that, but he didn't do this, and now they gave more money, blah 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 blah. So I look at it from that standpoint. Then I look at the situation like a Dak Prescott because he plays for the Cowboys. You know, it's like mm-hmm. no matter who the quarterback is, people going to always hate on the Cowboys more so than the quarterback. Sure. It's the Cowboys. It's Jerry Jones. Lamar Jackson's a little interesting. And then when you you talk about a guy like Tua, he's he, he kind of – not going to be scrutinized because you're not really – I don't think people ex- is expecting anything out of him. I don't think people are really going into it looking and saying he's getting ready to light it up. I think people have this reservation about what he is as a quarterback because they have tried to replace him on numerous occasions, whether it was the real Tom Brady or the fake Tom Brady, whether it was Deshaun, oh, well, we're going to try, but we're not going to try. Okay, now who's next? Oh, well, maybe Teddy Bridgewater comes in and pushes him, and if he slips, we put Teddy in that spot. Because Teddy ain't – I don't know Teddy to ever be a backup from the beginning of the season to the end. Every team he's ever been on, he's played. Think about it. In New Orleans, he played because Drew Brees got hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, he go to Denver, he took the job, he played. Carolina, they signed him, he played. So – I don't know if Tua's going into this season as the most scrutinized guy. I think it's going to be Lamar. Well, I have – I've got a list of guys who I think will be scrutinized uh, – going well, are scrutinized going into this season. Okay. And not no particular order, but I have Carson Wentz. I have Kyler Murray um, based off things that they haven't been able to do offensively late in the season the last two years. And that I contract – I have Derek Carr, who hasn't had a playoff win and now has the best receiver in football on his team. I have Dak Prescott. I have Tua. I have Baker Mayfield. Um, and I have Daniel Jones. I have all those guys on that list. Who's, the most, who's number one on your list, though? And for me, it's Tua. It is Tua. It, and it's, we haven't seen Tua's full potential, um, so I don't even know if his – warranted to put him in that category but we haven't seen his full potential but now he actually has players around him and if he doesn't make it work then the media are going to tear him apart because you do have people in place now uh, around you to make you better and to make the team better offensively I would say yeah two is my number one guy okay and then Dak, Dak would be second just because of the whole Dallas situation, like he said, the Jerry Jones, the whatnot. Dak late in the year didn't play up to his capabilities, but we do know he has it in him. So he has to go out there and perform, and a lot is on his shoulders this year. And the questions will lie if Dak isn't able to go out there and perform at a high level and put this team on his back. The question is going to lie, well, is he really that good? Well, we know he's good, and we know he's good enough. But he has so much to unpack this year and so much on his shoulders as well. Keyshawn Johnson, Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman, part of Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio. We mentioned Tua Tungavailoa, and yeah, a lot of people talking about will he be able to make this work? Now the Tyreek Hills, a member of the Miami Dolphins, leaving the Kansas City Chiefs. Even Tyreek Hill said 
He felt the Chiefs treated him like trash on the sidewalk. That's why he decided to go to Miami. Never mind the fact that money was out there that was going to be there for Miami and now with Kansas City, but I digress. Tua Tungvaluwa talk about the chemistry that these two are developing to try to make this work down in Miami. It was, it was good. We had to decide uh, with plays what openers we wanted to go with. So knowing that Tyreek was playing, he wanted to go ball. We gave him a shot. The throw wasn't to my liking. I, that, that whole spiel, if, if it was a better ball, if it was you know, probably more in front of Tyreek, we could have scored on the first play probably. Even when he does something right, even Tua knows what people are seeing and hearing and saying about him. And to me, Key and Harry, that's the worst thing you can have happen to him, that he's paying attention to outside yes. noise when he's trying to make this work down in Miami. Well, well as long as he's first... strong mentally, the outside noise, it won't matter. That you know, If you're strong mentally, it's a shield around you. It's going to bounce right off. I mean, we all as players, I, you know, I love the, the, oh, I don't listen to this, I don't hear, I don't know. No, 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 you're lying. Yep, you are lying. Mm-hmm. Everybody that plays professional sports, you hear what people are saying about you, even if you don't want to hear it. So if he can handle it, that's all that matters. And I, I would even say in the, in the post-game interview, like you know you got to probably get a better ball or whatnot. But that don't, every time you feel like it, that don't mean you got to go in the media and say it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. like, that, like, like, I understand you want to be your, 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 you want to view yourself in a certain light and you want to hold yourself to a certain standard, but don't mean you have to express it to everyone, especially in the media every time. But I do love the chemistry between these two players uh, since spring and now in training camp. And I love Tua saying that, hey, we decided we're going to go with the first play. Uh, Tyreek wanted this. We're going to go with this. And him believing in Tyreek and Tyreek believing in him to get it done because, listen, it was a, he was double covered. Ran past the safety when he let the football go. They were even, but he believed in this guy. And I love the fact that Mike McDaniel even allowed these two to have this discussion to decide what they wanted to go with with the first play. The one thing the two better recognize when you have these kind of weapons, he's got to get better. And you guys can tell me I'm right or wrong on this. He's got to get better at those anticipation throws or yep. throwing guys open, like to your point, Harry, with double coverage. And I know it's preseason. I'm not, I never lose my mind about preseason action. If somebody's playing well, not playing well, it's when the regular season rolls around and the game planning and dealing with that and making adjustments throughout the game, then you figure out coaches and players. But in the National Football League, and you guys know this, when windows get really, really small or you know if a guy has to be at a certain point, you got to make those anticipation throws. And I wonder how much of that is really a concern when you have a guy like Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, they're going to get to their spots and the ball's got to be there. And can Tua, Key, and Harry make those consistent anticipation throws where they can get the ball and keep going and have to stop and reach back for it, and then the play stops right there. Well, I that think was that's one of, one of his strengths is being able to anticipate um, because he has to get the ball out fast. He doesn't have time to sit there, pat it, put it to sleep, hold it. He's got to get it out quick. And I think when you talk about these two speed demons, a lot of their stuff is going to be intermediate things, things that are on the go. Tyreek Hill, you're not going to see Tyreek Hill – breaking down defenses, running 18-yard comebacks, things, the timing stuff. You're going to see Tyreek Hill, everything's going to always be on the move. He's going to be on the move, shallow crosses, deep crosses, Apache routes, deep posts, things of that nature, because that is how, first of all, that's how his his game is built, and that's how you get the most out of him. If If you want him to run the traditional route tree as a receiver, you're not going to get the most out of – you're not going to get the bang for your buck mm-hmm. at all. 
So how dangerous can that pairing be in Miami? We'll see with Tua Tagovailoa and Tyree Kill because a lot of people are wondering if that's actually going to work. Meanwhile, in Cleveland, Jacoby Brissett an up-and-down preseason debut. Keyshawn's not worried, but should the Browns be? That's next on Keyshawn, J. Will and Matt. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bought, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max with Keyshawn Johnson, Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio and tune in to us on the ESPN app. This show is produced by Shannon Penn, who's got a little bit of a beef, not with Key, not with Harry, not with Freddie. He has a beef with the first day of school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, this is a little beef. So kids around the country are going back to school. For a lot of kids, today's the first day of school, right? So naturally on social media, you'll see a bunch of posts about first day of school outfits or whatever, right? Right. So I looked on my social media. I see my kids under the Instagram post with their pictures or whatever, right? Knowing that my wife took the pictures, right? My problem, my gripe, and guys, tell me if I'm wrong because you're all fathers here. Am I wrong or feeling some type of way that my wife didn't send me, like, exclusive first day of school pics from the kids <laughs> before she started posting them so, every, so that everybody has them? I wanted the exclusive. I'm here working in the morning now. I wanted some pictures that everybody else didn't get. Am I wrong for that, Freddie? No, not at all. You know what? But you've got to realize where you are in the totem pole in your house. You're definitely number four. And if you have pets, you're below them. You know how that goes, Shannon. Listen, don't listen to him saying a damn that. You number one. You the, you the king of the castle. Mm-hmm. Your wife need to send you the pictures. Because sure. my wife would have heard it from me. Oh, Shannon's wife may hear it from that. It may not end well for Shannon. A key. I texted her. I was like, <laughs> no, no exclusive pics. So then she ends up sending me like eight pictures that were already posted. That, that's not what I want. That's no. not the new new. <laughs> like, how am I then going to go and post those same pictures yeah. that are up on both of their Instagram accounts? And I'm sure they're on her Facebook account by now. Like, what is that? What am, hey, I'm get, what am I getting? Set us out like a hurt dad, right? I am a hurt dad. Look, I'm the one <laughs> really out here does. paying for these sneakers. Like, I want to see the fresh. I want to see the hey, highlights. Hey, 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 you guys are a team. That's you, know, you guys are a team. That's just <laughs> stay a team here, Shannon. You guys are you're working. She's dropping off the kids. Uh-huh. You're gonna get your pictures. 
It, it's no different. All you're going to do is delete the damn pictures when she sent them to you anyway. It ain't like you're getting ready to send them to the, 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 the uh, local Photoshop and get something blown up and put on your wall. But, but I was going to post. I wanted to post my first day fresh, you know, outfit for the kids. Yeah, you know, something I different, something new. How you going to post you, something? How you going to post something and you're not the one taking them? It doesn't matter for what so does that many mean? Look, That but, don't mean anything. Right, right. No, it means something. Because if no, mama no, taking no, them, no. mama post, you repost the same picture. That's no, wrong. you want to know? You want to know why I'm saying no? It's because I've been the person that t- took the pictures and posted first, and my wife felt some type of way about it. So no, it can't work like that. He, he, guys, we're all married here. For <laughs> any married man out there, I'm just going to give you these words: It's different for women. Period. It doesn't matter what you feel or how you feel. If it's against <laughs> you, you got to deal with it. If it's against her, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Nice try, Shannon. Nice try, Harry. But Key knows it like me. It's different for women. Stand your ground, Shannon. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome to the proud show known as Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max with Keyshawn Johnson, Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman. So, <laughs> I finally got something right, huh? So that brother be driving around in his car in the morning listening to me arguing with himself. That's I true. I know what goes on. Yeah, he be uh, screaming at the radio, right. cussing me out. Mm-hmm. Uncle Scrubber mm-hmm. knows the deal. He understands it when he listens to you on ESPN radio. That's why he said, hey, you got it. You always had yeah. it, but he just gave you credit according to him that you got it. So, look, man, I was thinking, I've been thinking here for a minute. (laughs) And when we were kids, especially me and you, Freddie, we would go to the store, right? Absolutely. And moms or somebody would say, get lettuce, right? Mm -hmm. So we would go get a head of lettuce. Absolutely, yes. When did all this other lettuce start to come out, right? (laughs) Arugula and (laughs) romaine and just all the different... The the, the, the the lettuce types that are out there. When did all this start? Because when, I was sitting here thinking to myself, because right. I know we were talking about collard greens earlier and kale and stuff, and I'm sitting there saying, I used to just get a lettuce and cut it in half and tomatoes and mm-hmm. cucumbers and call it a day. Mm-hmm. Now we got all this fancy lettuces. When did that start? That is a very good question, number one. Number two, we've become a foodie world ever since the early 2000s. 
when the when everybody's talking about healthier foods and stuff like that and saying watch about the calorie content and this and this and make sure that was taken care of and all that right around the early 2000s to me that's when that really started to become more and more in view about lettuce is not just lettuce and cabbage is not just cabbage hmm i, I just I, I try to figure that out so you worry about calories when you order your food yeah, and, uh, and Shannon mentioned it when people start putting having shakes no longer just being the fruit variety, where you start making the blender shakes with kale shakes and all stuff like that. That's when it really, really started. And to that's a real California shakes. thing, Nikki. No, the kale shakes, uh, green juice, kale, whatever. We we mm-hmm. are very health conscious out here, to a degree. You have I mean, to be, have all those plastic surgeons running around keeping them in business. Say, man, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> you notice he didn't say no, Gary. He didn't deny it. He just told me to watch my mouth. No, I'm just saying <laughs> oh, because no, it, it it no for real. But it's in New York. It's everywhere. You, I mean, mm-hmm. it is everywhere. Miami, yes. New York, L.A., Atlanta. They they it, that's the world we live in, mm-hmm. where yeah. people feel like they want to enhance their beauty, which I've never had a problem with enhancing your beauty. I have a problem when you change your look. When you look like Freddie, hey. No, I'm saying when you look like Freddie one day and then all of a sudden you look like something else the next day, that's where it becomes problematic. Okay. You know, if 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 all of a sudden I'm going and I'm getting a completely I'm looking way different than I look right now and I I disappear and go out of the country for about three months and I come back and you'd be like, have you ever seen Keyshawn? You know, be like that's him right there. He's like, where, where? Your nose is much smaller, man. What did you do? You know, and right. That's or you go in somebody's house, which I've done. Shame on me. I've gone in, and you know, you go to somebody's house, and you're looking around, and you're just there waiting, whatever. And you start looking at pictures on the walls, and pictures on the on the fireplaces. And you're like, damn, they used to look like that. And then you look at them now, and you're like. Damn. They've been under the knife a lot. <laughs> and you get that here in L.A. We're like, wait a minute. You didn't used to look like that. I mean, it's the truth. You haven't gone to them and told them to have you. Like, hey, what happened here? No, okay. no, 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 no. They know. Sure. Oh, they, they, Freddie, they know. They can tell by how you look at them, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Am I lying? No. They can, tell, lying. they can tell when you look at them. You're like, damn, what did you Something changed. Mm-hmm. I know somebody, here? I ain't going to say no names, but Please I know somebody, boy, that thing looked different now. And then it did, it did a year ago. You look at it, you're like, wait a minute, hold on. Hold on. I know better. You know, you ain't getting ready to tell me it's all squats and running in heels. I know better. That's L.A. That's L.A. Well, that's also the Cleveland Browns. They look a lot different than last year because Baker Mayfield was the quarterback. And now this year. Deshaun Watson was supposed to be the quarterback, out for the first 11 games, going to pay a lot of money in fines because of his aggressions off the field. The NFL's words, not mine. And Jacoby Brissett, this is his team for the first 11 weeks. Up and down preseason debut over the weekend, he had to say that about this. Obviously some things to clean up on, but for the most part, I thought we did a good job, uh, you know, getting in and out of huddle, calling the plays. You know, that's my first time really in in this setting, calling plays. and I thought it went well. You know, uh, obviously just watch the film and get better from it. Okay, so but this was the first time that St- Kevin Stefanski was in your ear. What did you think hearing him in your helmet? He sounded like he sounded in practice. Uh, no, it was good. Uh, 
you know, he was good with communication and in and out of the huddle and, and giving information when we needed information. And, um, you know, I, I, thought it, I thought that part went well. Here's the deal, Keyshawn and Harry. You guys know this. What people see in preseason isn't the same thing that coaches see. It could be very easy to say, man, Jacoby Brissett is not ready. Yep. But we don't know what the coaches see in practice or what they see when they look at film when it comes to taking over the Browns for the first 11, maybe even 12 games this season. You know, I, I don't even know, Harry, if I, I can't remember. I don't think I ever scored a touchdown in the preseason. Were you trying you know to? That? I never. I don't think I ever scored a touchdown in the preseason. And I really only ran probably two routes in the preseason. Okay. A slant and a hitch. In every preseason, because I didn't play long, and people would say, oh, they look this way, that. Even though we know when the regular season starts, we're getting ready to empty out the playbook. Yeah. And that's the yeah, same you, thing when you're looking at Jacoby Brissett. You don't show everything. No. And coaches don't want to show everything. That's just like we haven't seen Trey Lance with the 49ers in the run game. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we're going to see it th- uh, throughout the season. Yeah. But there are people who've seen the game or seen the stats with Jacoby Brissett and Mel said he played bad. I don't think so at all. The first player of the game, and I'm pretty sure every quarterback in the Browns room feels this way about Anthony Schwartz right now, that they don't want to even throw the ball anywhere near him because he's not going to catch it. Mm-hmm. He's really he, fast. He, he, I've seen him. <laughs> I've seen fast. him drop five, literally five balls wide open so far in this preseason. I saw that. First, I saw that in college with that guy. Yeah. First well, player of the game was a drop. Though. And you know Oof. you want to start the game off right. Get your quarterback confidence. You know. Right in his hands on the sideline, boom, drop. But then you had like a third and 12, the first third and 12. Um, and Joku, a guy who they just paid a lot of money to, a tight mm-hmm. end. Right. And it's a play we used to run a lot with Tony Gonzalez. We used to call it cop. We actually got it for Tony Gonzalez when he came over from the Chiefs. Right? You push up about 14, 15 yards. You push up like you're going to the corner route. You stop and you come back towards the quarterback. Well, if it's third and 13 or third and 12, you can't run that route at 12 or 13. You got to go about three or four yards beyond the sticks, which at the route depth. And then he called it at like 11, so now it's fourth and one, and now the Browns are punting. You got all kind of stuff like that going on. So guys got to step up for him as well, understand, get to right, right depth. But I don't think Jacoby Brissett played bad. Then this interception, Anthony Schwartz again on a slant route, runs into the defender, and it gets picked off. Yeah, I remember I remember Keenan McCardell ran that route out of the bunch formation. Mm-hmm. He ran the corner route and, and stopped and came and pulled back up, Harry. You in the corner was man to man, right? And so when K Mac pushed up at fifteen, put that right foot in the ground and shot to the corner, the DB beat him over the top and ran to the back of the end zone. <laughs> and K Mac stopped. Dude kept running. K Mac caught the ball, turned around, wasn't nobody there. Man, it was so funny. <laughs> nobody K Mac caught it and stopped, turned around, was like, "Where's everybody at?" <laughs> That route is crazy because you run the corner route so much. Everybody just yep. run to the corner. They think they're going to cut you off, and you put that foot in the ground and retrace. Yeah. It's a wrap. All those things they work on in practice that prying eyes don't see, but they see in preseason, and whether it's Tua, Jacoby, whoever, that's what makes the NFL the NFL. People think they know something, but then they really don't know when it's all said and done. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming FX's Shogun. 
My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu.